Amen. Good morning, everyone. Good afternoon, Stratitilayo. There's some noise in your background there, I think. Yeah. Praise yeah. the Lord. Welcome to the room, everyone. We're going to get started right away. Uh, praise God. Welcome to special writing number 23. Hear the voice, spirit of prophecy. All right. Well, let's get started. Go ahead, Oni. Let's go ahead and pray and let's get started right away. All right. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Welcome again. Uh, thank you, Jesus, for this room. Uh, this is the day that the Lord has made. We thank God for how the day has started. We started it with him. We're going on with him in, at the beginning, in between, and at the end of the day, we're still going to have him in our lives. We thank him for being there for us. We thank you because he's the creator of the heavens and the earth. We thank you for what he's doing in our days and how he's gingering us up for his coming. Glory be to his name. We thank God uh, for this writing, uh, number 23, that we're going to be re reading, the spirit of prophecy. We pray, Lord, that the voice of the Lord that is bigger, you know, like many waters, let that voice of the Lord let it break through in our heart today. As we read this uh, special writing, let it be a blessing unto us and as, uh, make it a preparation time. This is a preparation time, O oh Lord, that we, the midnight cry that is going out, go ye out to meet him. The Lord cometh soon. Glory be to the name of the Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, I declare this room open. Amen. 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 Well, praise the Lord. Welcome, everyone. We are today going to read through the uh, special, Brother Frisbee special writing number 23. And I'm going to actually start with the first paragraph, I want to let us know that this the spirit of prophecy, uh, which by the grace of God, Brother Frisbee uh, operated under many times, wrote, you know, some parts of this. And so let's listen to it. If you have it, you may read along. If you don't, just listen to it. We'll try to read it slowly and we'll discuss it so that everybody can benefit from it all right so special writing number 23 by neil frisbee the voice the spirit of prophecy behold saith the lord in the beginning was the voice and the voice was with god and the voice was the word and the word was manifested among us through the Lord Jesus. And the voice shall call my people up again unto me. O little children, beloved, listen unto me. As the fire needs wood, my people need my spirit. As the earth needs water, so do my people need my salvation. As the eagle needs wind to soar, so does my elect need my presence to sit in the heavenly places with me. As the earth in its fullness and growth needs the sun, so do my own need my anointing to grow in wisdom and understanding. 
can see that that's prophetic putting it out there by the word the spirit of prophecy it is now coming upon you in the former and latter rain ask and ye shall receive glory to god it will spread love knowledge and again he said love again second time and wisdom among my people like a glory cloud confirming this prophecy and note he is the word and he is the voice in the book of john chapter one we read in the beginning was the word and the word was with god and the word was god we read that the same word was made flesh and he dwelt among us and we beheld his glory the glory as of the only begotten of the father full of grace and truth yea as the body needs the eyes to see my elect also need my spiritual eyes to guide them into all truth the mystery of the ages shall come upon them and they shall be led and know how near my season the season of my return is hallelujah so powerful powerful writing there and we'll continue to read let's read through the next paragraph before we break for discussion go ahead honey you can read the next paragraph the dove knoweth you want to read that okay yes please okay the dove knoweth when evening darkness approaches the owl knoweth when night cometh so shall the real people know of my coming but those of the tribulation have forgotten my word read jeremiah 8 7. yea the stock in the heaven knoweth her appointed times and the turtle and the crane and the swallow observe the time of their coming but my people know not the judgment of the lord they will not be as the people of old times but they will be uh, forewarned daniel 12 10 says the wicked shall do wickedly and not understand but the wise shall understand i shall call her forth in glorious power and faith preparing her for translation song of solomon 16 who is she that looketh forth as the morning fair as the moon clear as the sun and terrible as an army with banners church read revelation chapter 12 it confirms this i am jesus and my testimony is a spirit of prophecy revelation 19 10 as the lion roareth, the seven thunders shall utter their their prophecies and secrets to my elect. Elect, Revelation ten three. Note, we're in the midnight cry. Soon, we which are alive shall be caught up with those who are raised from the dead to meet the Lord in the air. We are living in a momentous hour, and as the Lord has already spoken the world will go 
through the most tremendous undertakings and structural building and new things. And the thinking of, of society will be completely changed and different. But the collapse of civilization will not be far off, saith the Lord. For my judgment shall come from above, the earth and out of the sea. Now in the hour of salvation, now is the hour of salvation and deliverance. It is harvest time for my chosen people. We must work in this immediate hour of, for tomorrow will be too late. The church age is closing and out and Revelation 8, 8 to 10 will begin. In this world of apostasy and some departing from the real faith, I said one. Let's stop here for a bit. Let's let's stop here for a bit because people will not remember everything that we have read before we continue. Uh, welcome everyone to the room. Welcome, uh, Sister Titilayo. God bless you, Sister Mary, Sister Veronica. God bless you, Sister Bosse. God bless you, Pastor John. Welcome to the room, Sister Grace, Sister Emilia. Another sister, Grace. <laughs> Thank you both for being here, and sister, and Esther as well. Uh, thank you all for being here, uh, young and old alike. We appreciate you for being here. Today we are reviewing one of the writings of a man of God called Neil Frisby, in case some of you are unfamiliar with, uh, with his work. Uh, he has gone on to his reward. Many of us were privileged to sit under his ministry for years. And uh, he wrote many things. Some of them are called, he called the scrolls. Some he called special writings. Some he called letters to the saints. He preached many sermons. A lot of them are on audio today. And uh, one of his writings in the book of scroll number 53, he said the Lord will come to the elect using voice and the pen of fire you know so we see that you know sometimes we have listened to the audio recordings that's voice sometimes we listen i mean read some of the writings that's the voice of fire i mean voice you know the pen of fire and this is one of the writings and it's titled the voice the spirit of prophecy and you can see how the lord is uh, challenging his people even now, see. So that's what we want to discuss. Uh, for those of you who may have the writing in front of you, we've read through the first couple of paragraphs in this particular place. And the challenge, the particular challenge here is from Jeremiah chapter 8 and verse 7. The stock of the heaven, we're told, they know their appointed times. The turtle, the crane, the swallow, I mean, basically, creature, you know, the creation, the birds out there, everything seems to know their seasons. They seem to be aware of, you know, what time to migrate, what time to do this and that. But the challenge is, you know, the Lord says, my people do not know the judgment of the Lord. You know, so what is the judgment of the Lord? You know, so let's talk about that for a minute. You know, why not? Judgment of the Lord is way more than just, oh, what is going to pour out upon the great tribulation. 
I mean, during the Great Tribulation. What is the judgment of the Lord? I mean, what exactly is it that the Lord is telling us here that we don't know and we don't understand? And let's think about that. And let's let's talk about that for a minute. There's a comparison made here with the people of old times, you know, who did not listen to all the warnings of God. We saw that that was there in the day of Noah. You know, Noah was foretelling of the what was coming. Nobody listened. They were probably mocked him. But nobody was laughing on the day when he entered into the ark and the dog, God closed the, the doors of the ark. You know, we've seen Jesus himself saying that as it was in those days, it will be in the time of the coming of the Lord. When people were just doing things, you know, going about their day, marrying, giving in marriage, eating, drinking, doing all these things. And they did not know, you know, the judgment of the Lord that was coming. We have an opportunity now ourselves to be forewarned. Is what this writing is saying. We will be forewarned. And we will not be like the wicked that shall do wickedly. Uh, there's a call out to Daniel chapter 12 verse 10. that says, in the end, the wicked will do wickedly. But the wise will understand. Who then are the wise? Let's talk about that as well. Revelation chapter 12, you know, also talks about the Lord suddenly, you know, rapturing the church and what happens after that. There's a call out here that as the lion roared, the seven thunders, which has always been a mystery, you know, seven thunders when they uttered their voices in Revelation 10, John was about to write, and he was told, seal up those things, which seven thunders ordered, and write them out. And, uh, you know, so people have often wondered. But God, by his spirit, through the ages, given us insight to what was contained in those seven thunders and how they're supposed to prepare the elect. You know, the secret of preparing the elect for the rapture, which the Lord would not let the devil steal. And all the things that God must do through us and in us before we leave the earth. You know, there is a lesson here also that the collapse of civilization is not too far away. And that some things are coming. We already see that happening now. You know, the way the world is going, even here in the United States, you know, the mind of people have degenerated to, I mean, it's just, it's amazing. The handwriting is on the wall. We see it. But what is the what is the role of the church at this time? He says here, we must walk in this immediate hour. Because tomorrow might be too late. So let's talk about all these things because the age is closing out. And we must walk now. Let's talk about this thing before we read the rest of the uh, the writing. Praise God. I open it up for discussion. We're reading special writing number 23. The voice, the spirit of prophecy. Anyone on stage can chime in, if you would, please. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank God for this writing. And uh, what came to mind, you know, listening to all this, that voice, the voice of the Lord, reminds me of uh, Psalm 29. It said, the voice of the Lord is 
starting from verse 3, is upon the waters. The God of glory thundereth. The Lord is upon many waters. The voice of the Lord is powerful. The voice of the Lord is full of majesty. The voice of the Lord breatheth, breaketh the cedars. Yes, the Lord breaketh the cedars of Lebanon. He maketh them also to skip like a calf. Yes, the voice of the Lord divided the flames of fire. The voice of the Lord shaped the wilderness. The voice of the Lord, the Lord shaped the wilderness of Kadesh. The voice of the Lord maketh the hinds to carve and discover the forest. And in his temple doth everyone speak it, speak of his glory. Yes, that is what the voice of the Lord does. So the voice of the Lord is so powerful. So we will hear that voice. It's just like in the beginning in John uh, 1, 1, that, is, that was written here, that in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. That voice is God himself. He spoke us into existence and we are here today. So I really thank God for this, uh, uh, this the spirit of prophecy. You know, the people need to hear the voice of the Lord and be prepared and be preparing. It is the now, it is, this is the time to prepare because every other thing, nothing else matters for us right now, but to prepare for this coming of the Lord. Amen. So that is my take on this. Um, amen. God bless you. And let's All right. Yeah, thank you so much. But we have been hearing about the coming of the Lord for so long a time now. Why is it any different now? I mean, since the 70s, you know, when we first started to hear about the end time message, coming of the Lord, people have been saying the Lord has been coming since the 70s. I mean, can you imagine how many years ago, let's say even, let's say from 19, you know, say 77, you know, how many years ago was that? you know, that we have been talking about, the Lord is coming, the Lord is coming. That's about 46 years or so, more than even a whole generation. And we're still talking about the Lord is coming. Why should anyone be in the spirit of urgency now more than before? Because some people said the Lord was coming in the 70s and they started doing so many things, but it didn't shake out that way. People said the Lord was coming in the 80s they started doing many things. It didn't shake out that way. In the 90s, in the 2000s, and here we are in 2023. We're still talking about the Lord is coming. You know, well, why should I, if I'm someone that's unlearned, let's talk about this. How do we convince the unlearned that when we are saying the Lord is coming and there's a more urgency, well, how should how can we convince them that it's more urgent now <laughs> than before? So let's talk about it. What are the signs that we see around us today which lead us to even more evidence that we are closer than we were in the 70s, 80s, or 90s? Let's talk about it. Anyone? Well, I think the things we're seeing in these days right now that we're seeing is... <clears throat> Because he that promised, first of all, can never lie. Our Lord promised that he's coming back and he does not lie. The same way that he left, he's going to come back. 
and he will come. And he's giving us a very long rope to prepare for him to come. So he will definitely come. He cannot lie. And we have seen the signs, the, uh, the prophecies fulfilling in our eyes. We are seeing wars, uh, earthquake of magnitude that you know has never been. These are the things that were predicted or that are written even in the, in, in the world in the world concerning the coming of the Lord. That earthquakes that has never been since the beginning of the world that they have never seen before. People are saying we have never seen this kind of earthquake that a lot of people are dying, thousands of people died. So we, we are seeing things that we have never seen before. We have seen, seen, you know, the cup of iniquity so full as overflowing. We have seen men marry men, women marry women. And not only so, it has become the, the normal thing. When, when evil becomes the normal the thing of the day, then we know that he's at the door. Even in the times of Sobra and Gomorrah, they were still afraid to do these things. I mean, they were still, but now it's, it's becoming the law of the land. It's even, you know, you, you, you can't even speak against all these people that are doing it, or else you're going to be the one they will prosecute. So it's, it, it's a totally different, it's, we are worse than Sobra and Gomorrah, you know, to say the least. We are worse than them. So we are seeing all these things right in our eyes. All the prophecies fulfilling, you know, the tension, the wars, the rumors of wars, all the things that say, pray that we escape all these things that is coming upon the world. So we ought to prepare. We ought to pray for us to escape and be out of here because of all that is happening, you know, that is going to still happen. So we are bracing for the worst. We are seeing economic collapse. We are seeing all kinds of things happening. So, you know, what else do we want to see? So I'll let someone else, uh, you know, chime into this topic. All right. Thank you so much for uh, sharing that. Anybody else on, on stage? Pastor John, I know you are always passionate Praise about the these Lord. things. Sister Veronica, good morning. Praise good morning, the Lord. Sir. Good morning, everyone on the line. Good afternoon, Sister Mary. <laughs> God bless you. Uh, she said uh, those things I, sh I wanted to say, but then I really want to still um, uh, repeat some of those things because we have been seeing earthquake before. Hearing of yes, earthquake somewhere, uh, this, it was not as rampant as it is today is part of the prophecy fulfilling. We will see Jerusalem coming to where, uh, as the man of God prophesied, uh, prophesied it, how it, it will happen at the end of time. All these ones coming to pass concerning Israel and different things. We are seeing them. They are just coming in. Look at Turkey the, the other day. The number of people that died, it has never been like that. So they are all the signs that, that the prophesied will happen. Rumors of war, 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 war everywhere. Our state, Nigeria, I know there will be no war. God will settle it. We have prayed enough. 
we prayed. Our God is a living God. It's not dead God. God hear us. It's for us to be thanking God that he has answered, no matter what is looming today. There are other places, even this uh, human humanity, people presently look, most of the youth, with watch where they take human beings, cut off their neck publicly and be burning it for ritual. It was not so. It has never been so. Economic dying down. No, we are not even relying on what the nation can give to for us to eat. We are waiting for the manna from God for the truth. These are the things. So many things coming up to really tell us that the coming of the law is so close. But to all believers. Yesterday I was talking to someone. Jesus is coming soon. Yeah, Jesus is coming soon. When I was a baby, Jesus is coming soon. Now I'm a I'm a grown-up man. Jesus is coming soon. Yeah, you people start singing it. Jesus is coming soon. When is he coming? When is he coming? How why will he not come? Why why are you people saying it? One of my classmates those days, he said he said, Mother, the way you were telling me Jesus is coming, I thought I would not be able to finish my university. Now I finished. I went back to masters. I'm, I'm lecturing. You are still singing, Jesus is coming. Where is Jesus? So to unbelievers, it's like, even to some Christians. So I'm not surprised. If Christians are even joining the unbelievers, singing the chorus, where is his coming? The Bible said it. The scoffers. They will wait as they tire. And say, where, what are you talking? Where is he coming? Where is he coming of the Lord? I want to hear another thing. Coming, coming, coming. Where will he come? He will come. He will surely come. He has said it. His word will never return unto him void. He will accomplish, accomplish the purpose wherein he be spoken. That is God for you. He will come. He will come suddenly where they least expected. That's why we should be prepared. Because it's not where you put your eye. Yes, Jesus will come today. Then you will not go to farm. You are not go to school. You are not go to work. Just wait and be waiting. Jesus wants to come now. Now it's not so. Occupy. Are you occupying just to make money? Money. The money where are you carrying it to? Occupy. At least you take care of yourself. Not just to be waiting. Uh, occupy. Pray. Pray. Food. You don't have food to eat. You are hungry. To the extent that you want to go and steal from your neighbor or begging. God does not want us to beg. Occupy. As you are taking care of what you will eat, God is taking care of you, what will eat, lead you right, what you will do, what you are doing, blessing your working hands. That is why I was saying it to this room today. Tithe is very important because many people think I'm paying tithe to, to pastor. Pastor eating my money. Who are you? Pastor doesn't care about your money. Pastor don't need your money. You pay tithe, you pay it to God, not to man. For the harsh talk, read it, read everything about, about tithing. For you don't pay tithe, you are inviting devourer. Devourer comes different ways. It's not only when you, you take money in your purse and you cannot find your purse or find the money. That's not the only way. You can come through sickness, you can come through anything. People call you, people defraud you. But God preserve us, protecting you if you pay your tithe. Because he has said it. And it will surely come to pass. 
Nothing will make me not to pay tight to. Anything I walk, I'll pay tight. So that is left for you. Depends on you. Decide. People who may hear today their decision. They've heard that Jesus is coming. There is hell. There is heaven. They still chose not to serve God. It's their decision. You chose to, oh, they say, heaven. What must I do to be saved? What will I do now? Even when I have confessed my sin. You walk. You obey the commandment. You follow the rules and regulations. Follow the law of God. Everything has law. There's law. And devil himself knows the law of God. That's why he comes with the word. He knows the word of God. I will come with the word. If you don't know the word, he will deceive you. Because he has been there with God. He was there before. He knows whether you know the word, whether you know what to talk, whether you are speaking abstract. He knows. He reads. So let's already be ready, occupied as he's coming. And we should not be deceived by whatever they are saying, whatever is coming now, whatever uh, the world is talking today, we know. Let us tighten our belts. We know where they are coming from. We know where they are going. We know what the Antichrist is about to do. Those that will say, peace, 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 sudden destruction fall upon them. We know all this. We are not just knowing for head knowledge. Let us know it in our mind and work with it and meditate upon it. And be ready ourselves that we'll be able to escape what the rot that's coming upon the world. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you so much, Sir Veronica, for sharing those thoughts. Powerful stuff. Well, well let's, what about the, I mean, we are talking about all the bad things that will happen at the end of the world, you know, to our science. What about the good things that God promised? You know, one of the things, one of the most exciting parts for me. Uh, you know, coming into this ministry and, you know, the blessings that we learned through, you know, in Frisbee, many of those years. It wasn't so, for me, it wasn't so much all the things that are, bad things that are going to happen to the world. <laughs> That's for the world. But for me, there were some exciting things to look forward to. There are some exciting promises that God promised. And we know, here's something that we know. We know that what God has promised, any scripture that is in this Bible will be fulfilled. That's number one. Because Jesus said himself, not one jot or one tittle will fall to the ground without being fulfilled. So if we see something that was promised and yet we don't see the full fulfillment, well, that means there remaineth a people upon which it must be fulfilled. Because everything must be fulfilled. Every single scripture must be fulfilled. So, there are things that we need to be latching on to also for those of us who are believers during this time. I mean, what are those things that are promised us? Even concerning, you know, we talk about revival and so forth. What does the scripture say about some of these things? You know, while we are talking about the evil that's coming upon the world, for which Jesus said we should pray to escape. <laughs> you know, so that's not really our portion. That's just for us to warn others. Which one is our portion? I mean, why am I here? What am I doing now? What are the promises of God? What did Peter say on the day of Pentecost? What prophecy was he quoting from Joel? When Peter quoted it, is that the only fulfillment? Do we expect, because he said, this promise is unto you and to your children and to all that are far off, as many as the Lord our God shall call. Do we expect to see an outpouring of the Spirit of God upon the children? Is it happening already I mean, are there sons and daughters that are prophesying? Is the Spirit of God moving upon the youth? 
Is there a revival among the sons of God? Is there unity that is coming back? I mean, are there things, positive things, that we want to look at? Because the Bible says, if there be any praise, there be any virtue, Philippians 4 and 8, if there be any anything that is worthy of, you know, good things, you know, worthy of good report, worthy of virtue, worthy of praise, these are the things we should think about. Yes, we want the church, I mean, the world, but what are these things that we should be excited about? You know, the spiritual impact of this book, Rafizi wrote when he started compiling the scrolls, there is, you know, he says it's going to bring a compelling motivation, you know, in the spirit and mind of the elect that they will want to be, you know, part of the overcomers. They want to attain that. And there has been an excitement. That this, although the excitement, the law has dropped because people say, well, where's the promise of his coming? You know, and some people fell back, you know, and it's like... <laughs> We got to be very careful. You know, a lot of people came out of Egypt, but many of them died in the wilderness. In fact, most of them, the older ones, died in the wilderness. So where must we die in this wilderness or should we get to this promised land? What are some of these? Let's talk about some of the exciting things that we've read in the scriptures, in the scrolls, in the special writings, and all these things that we're talking about that are coming. This one talks about the voice. Well, Jesus talked about the voice too. You know, he talked about it in John chapter 10, my sheep hear my voice, you know, they follow me. And a stranger, they will not follow because they know they will flee from me. They don't know the voice of strangers. But a lot of people in the church today are following the voice of strangers. I mean, shouldn't we be praying for the fulfillment of these things that Jesus has said, you know, about these, you know, things? My sheep will hear my voice. How are we to hear the voice of God? How does God speak to us? What are the revival, you know, promises that are in the scriptures? I mean, what are the things we've read in the book of Joel? I will restore, said the Lord, which some of the writings of New Frisbee are punctuated by that. Even in the early scrolls, all over, I will restore, I will restore, I will restore, said the Lord. What are the things he's going to restore? What are the things that we're missing? And where are we headed? You know, even looking back from the beginning, what are the things that Adam lost? Which we should expect, you know, to be restored? Or should we just be here saying, well, the Lord is coming? The Lord is coming. Is that all we should expect? Let's talk about that. I want to hear your thoughts. I'm just moderating. <laughs> so I want to hear your thoughts. Good morning. Let's hear about your thoughts. All right. Let me see Sister uh, Bosse. Please click. Looks like you sent me a note that you want to say something. Yeah, just click your mic. Yeah, go ahead, please. Open your mic and then speak. Are you hearing me now? Yes, yes. God bless you all in Jesus' name. Nigeria is good afternoon. I know it's good morning that side. Yes, there are wonderful promises and God is fulfilling them. One that I will testify of is living in good health. He says he's going to pour his anointing upon us. And we will not, there shall be no feeble one in the midst of his people. And with that, we'll be able to preach the gospel. I can't remember the name of the sermon. He said it takes good health to preach the gospel. And for as long as we are ready to preach the gospel, and he has promised us divine health and divine healing against all odds. I'm 
I'm testifying that I'm enjoying that bit of it by the grace of God. Two, he said he will separate us from the evil. Psalm 91, we all can testify that we are beneficiaries of that psalm. Staying under the canopy, under the wings of the Almighty, sicknesses, plagues flee from us, literally. Plagues flee from us is fulfilling that promise. The another one I will testify of is giving our chances to those he has chosen amongst us. There is apostasy, but in the midst of the apostasy, there is light. And the light has continued to shine and it will continue. We will continue to flag it. We'll continue to pronounce it. Whether the devil likes it or not. If anybody is asking me whether Jesus is coming or is not coming, I tell them I'm waiting for that glorious morning because my mansion is there. If he doesn't want to come, he's free not to come. But everything we're seeing around us is telling us day by day that we should be ready. And it is that readiness that I will challenge all of us. In all the scrolls, you will see, be prepared, be ready, watch and pray. And I want to believe this you are doing is part of the awakening processes. Some don't, I doubt if some remember that they should open all these writings. And he said, the bride will put on a bright anointing, reading the scroll. We may not physically see it. He said, but whether we see it or not, the pillar of fire and that of the cloud is covering the elect. I'm sure it's fulfilling some of these promises. Thank you very much, sir. Thank you very much, Mass. Let me stop at this point. Praise the Lord. Well, I wish you would actually continue because you are dropping some good stuff there. Thank you, <laughs> Sister Bose, <laughs> for joining us. You know, we want, we love to hear that good stuff, you know, that people would drop, things that inspire our hearts, you know, and uh, yeah, the doom and the gloom, that's for the world, you know, to be aware and run into the ark of safety, which is Christ. But there are exciting things in the Lord, you know, and we want to hear, and I thank you for those testimonies you shared of divine health and even the word of God coming, you know, through some of his vessels today. It's like the ministry of the teaching priest has returned. <laughs> We're able to take the word of God, you know, and expound it, you know, and uh, bring the people to understand it by the grace of God. There's a reason why God is doing these things. There's a reason why he's awakening us. You know, I personally, let me give a personal testimony and I'll turn it to someone else to speak. I personally, some of you who have come to our morning, uh, my other morning room in Clubhouse, you might have heard this testimony. You know, I've never been a morning person. You know, I mean, I can go all night long. I love night vigils and I can do, but when I go to bed, don't wake me up in the morning. I don't like it. I never liked it. But 
since last year, sometime last year, something that the Lord is doing, we <laughs> have never been able to do. And now that lets me know that <laughs> we're right there now, because now I can get up in the morning. My wife was always, you know, an early riser, me not so much. But now sometimes I can even wake up ahead of her. And we're coming up early, we're praising the Lord, we're seeking the Lord, we're hearing his word, we're excited, we're bringing the wood, we're putting it up on the altar, you know, and burning it so that the fire will not go out. And we're commanding the wombs of the morning, the beauties of holiness. I mean, God is moving in our hearts. I mean, there's excitement again. And there's deeper revelation. We're opening the scriptures now, like it used to be in the 70s. We can open the scriptures now and deep things, God will just pull them out. You know, and you'll be as if, wow, you know, it'll be as if we have never read those before. So these are exciting times. And for me, that's an exciting thing. And I can see unity of the spirit. Yes, there is still schisms here and there, but I can see unity of the spirit coming. I can see an understanding more of the role, you know, the, of what God is doing in our lives. This, this are, to me, these are the signs of the times, you know, that this is what God will do to prepare us, you know, for his coming. Uh, let me yield my mic here and see if somebody else, Sister Titelayo, I saw that you flashed your mic. Go ahead, please. Uh, thank you so much, sir. Thank you so much, ma. Thank you, everyone. Thank you so much for the teaching of today. Yeah, indeed, like you rightly said, Daddy, there has been a tremendous changes that is happening at the moment. It all depends on us to see the kind of goggle we are wearing to see it. There are scripture fulfilling. The Bible says, my people shall be willing in the days of his power. Indeed, these are the days of his power. And I've seen the willingness that has started in the heart of a whole lot of us. I was actually sleeping before. I mean, you just believe you are born again. You go to church, you do your thing. That was it. But now I have seen what the Lord has done in my own life and people around me. Of course, it might not be everyone I've seen general, but I've seen changes, positive changes that has started happening. Again, then this scripture that says that um, the whole earth is waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. I've seen that happening again around us, you know, just like. They are here and there, here and there. In Nigeria, it's happening. In America, it's happening. In the UK, it's happening bit by bit. And I know that this is going to be igniting. It's like a fire that everybody has have. We are all having that, you know, that that button to hand over to all the people. It is actually happening, and God is doing something by His Spirit. What I've observed so far is that is is that. The portal of the word of God is as opened. There was a scripture that you always uh, remind us in the book of Isaiah that he said, you read it. He said, I have no knowledge. You read it. Oh, I'm not educated. But what God is doing now is God is actually raising people, giving us an understanding of his word. Because until we have that understanding, we can't run with it. We can, the Bible says, Make the vision plain on the table. Either he read it and even understand, they will be able to run. If you read something and you don't even understand, you have no clue, of course. But when the understanding of the word of God is taking hold, God, the Spirit of God himself is actually doing things. Because this is his dispensation, by the way. He is the one ruling now and he is actually indwelling us. 
and we are indwelling him. We are in him justified and he is in us glorified. We, we, we are not the same. I'm, I'm just, I can't even describe it. We are not, some of us are not the same anymore. Things have changed. Things have shifted. The Spirit of God is working and he's giving us opportunity in our places of work. Like, I'm, 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 I'm at work now. He's giving us opportunity, privileges, you know, to take advantage. And, and because the Bible says the heart of men are run, uh, there's perplexities, there's so many, the heart of men are, uh, they, they, they are feel so fearful, right? When you come across them and you're able to share the gospel with them, people are a bit receptive of the scriptures, of the of the gospel, than before. In the UK before, when we go for evangelism, guess what they will say? They say, have you met Jesus Christ? They say, is he your uncle? Is he your, is he your brother? It's like as if <laughs> this wasn't even where they brought the gospel from to Nigeria. They went to Africa. He said, is, is Jesus your uncle? I mean, have you met Jesus Christ? Do you know Jesus? Have you seen him? Oh, I've, I've, I said to them, I've spoken with him today, this morning. They are, it's like they've not even heard about him. I'm like, what? But I have observed that God has God is giving us opportunity to share the gospel, and people are a bit receptive into accepting Jesus Christ, and it, it, things are happening. The knowledge of God, the Word of God, is Bible says, as the water covers the earth, the knowledge of God is increasing. The Lord Himself is doing it by His own Spirit, and is reaching out to people. And in this perplexity that people are going through. People are able to find Jesus and find solace in Christ. So the Lord is still with us as a mighty and a terrible one. He's building his church. His knowledge is being increasing. It's increasing. The, the anointing of God is pouring more on us. I would say until it be poured on us. And the, 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 the wilderness become a fruitful forest. There's a fruitful forest that is happening. There is the, 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 what you taught us, the sir, in one of the mornings uh, teaching, about the father, we are like we are coming out of cocoon. We are like there are butterflies that's coming out of the cocoon. We are we're gonna soar higher, we're gonna be flying with different colours, with rainbow colours. Even the Pastor Frisbee himself has said rainbow anointing is upon us and we're gonna be shining and people are seeing our life and they are like something is different from you guys. What is it about you? There's something about they tell me that about my place of what is it about you? Is it your name? I said, no, it's not my name. Of course, my name is Joy, but I'm saying to you, is there someone that's living inside of me that's making the joy to happen? It's only the name itself alone. You know, so people are coming. The, the, the Lord is drawing people towards us through the spirit that is inside of us. He's magnetizing him to. I can't even describe it, sir, Amma. But I'm saying to you that the spirit of God is inside of us. And is, this spirit of God is like a magnet and is drawing people to us. And as they are coming to us, they are finding succor in us. They are finding solace in us. They are they're not, they're not pushing us away anymore like before. They are, they are receptive and God is at work. So I want us to say, I want us to bless the name of the Lord. God is faithful. He has spoken. Faithful is either who has spoken or who also would do it. It just all depends on what we see. But I do want to admit, even in Hasbury, somewhere in America, I saw it on YouTube, how the revival started. It's actually in the university and it's still ongoing on a daily basis on the YouTube. I always follow them and say, what is going on? Lord, you are doing something. God is doing here and there in America. The, our daddy started, like he said, in October. They started daily prayer. In January, we too started daily prayer. 3 a.m. UK time, we meet on a daily basis. We've done this morning, even before I came to work. So God is raising people in different locations 
a potter here, a potter here, and very soon people will wonder what is going on on planet Earth because I can see by my eyes of it, and I can even see literally what is happening. That God is raising people in America, in Phoenix, they are praying, in Nigeria, they are praying, in South Africa, they are praying, in the UK, they are praying. People are being raised, and by the time we know it, Kasatobada. The Lord Himself who ignites us and they say, Where come it thou? <laughs> Look at them that troubled Israel. We are the one that is going to shock this earth. And this earth has not seen what is coming because the, the, the light of God are going to manifest the, the glory of God. I'm going to yield my mark. Thank you so much for the privilege. Cheers, sir. Hallelujah. Thank you so much. Powerful stuff. Let me quickly acknowledge everyone that's in the room, Sister Gloria. So good to see you again. It's been a, been a long time. I'm glad that you could join us. Uh, God bless you. Uh, Renita and Sister Grace A and Sister Gross, Grace O. <laughs> God bless you both. Sister Amelia, thanks for being here. Sister Lola, good to see you. I hope you uh, arrived safely on your trip, wherever you were going the last time. Uh, Sister Bosse, thanks for joining us. Of course, Sister Veronica, Sister Mary, Sister Titilayo, Pastor John, good to have you with us and of course my uh lovely wife lady ebon is there you know pastor john let's hear from you i know you love these end time topics praise the lord <clears throat> hallelujah thank god for what that lawyer has just said we should acknowledge what god is doing in the now still on Ashbury revival in the state of kentucky united states of america in the Christian University. There have been spontaneous praise in the chapel for non-stop, non-stop praises. And when we read scroll 70, it tells us about the spirit of praises. You know what praises can do. So there have been non-stop praises for about 400 hours, according to them, you know. And students from over 200 schools have visited that place. And the revival is spreading to another university, another Kentucky University, even right now. This is happening now in our time, live. It's like live happening. And we shouldn't be spectators. The spirit of praise will rekindle a revival. So it's a revival. It's commonly reported. Just Google, say Ashbury, Ashbury, revival. And you read so much, almost every day, my spare time, I watch what is happening there. Continuous praise. We've never had that. Who has ever? I've never heard about it. Continuous night and continuous, continuous praise, continuous for flocking in. So this happening among the youth. So and it's happening in our time. It started February 8th this year. February is ending today now. It started February 8th, non-stop and spreading. Even yesterday, I heard that in Uganda, the same kind of revival, similar things happening. So God is doing what he said he will do. For example, in Joel chapter 2, verse 28, this happening. It shall come to pass afterward, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. And your old men shall drink this, and your young men shall see vision. Even young people on social media, you will notice that God is using even young people, young people, to preach, to confound 
the elderly who do not know God and all that. So these are happening in our time. And more will happen. The quick, short, powerful revival. And we are to pray and desire for it. So we shouldn't uh, give up. We shouldn't uh, assume we have had the best of it. Zechariah chapter 10, verse 1. It says we should ask of the rain in the time of the latter rain. Then the, then the Lord will send bright clouds and rain, spiritual rain, shall fall upon every dry grass of the field. So that one is happening, restoration revival. If you are revived and revived, that's it. Ions sharpens iron. So a little here, a little there, that's how it will happen, the quick, short, powerful move. It's what God has promised us. And uh, we have mentioned about other signs. They are intensifying, intensifying. People don't know who they are today, especially the young ones. Mommy, am I a boy? Am I a girl? People ask such questions, absurd things. Have we ever had that, a kind of generation before? These things are very strange. Isaiah 5, verse 20 says, they will come, what they call good, evil, and evil, good. This is exactly what is happening. These are prophetic signs that are happening, and the, our portion is the revival. The revival and the soon return of the Lord. The Lord will surely come. Remember the first time there were promises, years, hundreds of years before Jesus actually came physically. There have been prophets who prophesied, oh, a virgin shall bring forth the son. It looked like fairy tale. Oh, what, what, what is that? But it happened eventually after so many centuries. It happened. So that one should tell us, if Jesus Christ says he's coming again, then we should be patient. Because even the prophet that prophesied that Jesus Christ will come that time, many of them never saw the actual result, uh, uh, you know, the reality of Jesus coming the first time. But they believe and they preach it and they prophesy for many centuries. Now, in our time, Jesus is coming. Everything is winding up. Now, the seventh church age is winding up. Seventh church age, the last church age. Do you know of any eighth church age? There is not. How the first, second, third, to seventh. We are in the last, the very last. The times of the Gentiles are winding up. Once the translation takes place, the times of the Gentiles is completed and God will go back to the Jews. That is why we should focus on Israel at this time. Because God's prophetic timepiece. You know that a temple will soon be built. Everything is ready. We know about the one world religion. In the 70s, it didn't happen. We're only just saying it will happen, it will happen, it will happen. One world religion. It's not that it will happen. It has already happened. Many, many denominations have ganged up with Catholicism, with false religion, with Hinduism, with um, Islam. They said they are now one. They are big temples where they'll be worshipping. This is happening now, now, now. And I hope none of us will be part of it. And we should warn people that this kind of false unity is antichrist. It's not of God. Because when they say, peace, 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 then sudden destruction shall come. And a war ruler is emerging. We, we have not known the name yet, but settling in the scene. On that, doing so many things undercover. One world religion, one world government, one world financial system. 
in UK, a new uh, financial service coming. Not only UK, all over the world, they are, they are grooming for it now, a new financial system entirely. These signs are before us. This thing did not happen in the 70s, but they are fulfilling right now. So they should put us on the edge. And when we are preaching or ministry, we should always talk about the coming of the Lord. It should be a recurrent decimal. Because when this thing begins to come to pass, the Bible says, we, then we should look up for our redemption dread night. It's a thing of hope that Jesus is coming very soon. First Thessalonians 4, verse 18. Comfort one another with these words that Jesus is coming. It should, it should give us joy and happiness that all this sorrow, all these problems will soon wind up. And it's true. So we don't know how long it will take before Jesus Christ actually appears, but it is his own prerogative to say, this is exactly when I am coming. All we need to do is to be patient. All we need to do is to occupy, like my wife said earlier, occupy till he comes and not be idle. How much more am I involved? How much more are we involved in soul winning? Because that's one of the things we ought to be doing now. Where we're talking about revival. Revival is to revive us, to do the first works, to do the business of the Lord, to do the work of the ministry, to testify everywhere. So that one is happening and we should be agents of positive change, telling others about what is happening and what is coming. Jesus Christ is coming for his bride. And he is the bridegroom. This one should cheer us up. And don't mind the scoffers. Yes, some Christians are actually joining them to say that. Uh, my wife and myself, uh, about two months ago, we met a pastor. Who told, oh, we're from Nigeria. Yeah, we're from Nigeria. They said, yeah, they were missionaries there. The father was a missionary. He, he grew up there and all that. I said, Jesus is coming soon. He said, Really? He was saying it like a scoffer. He said, if you have been saying, if you have been saying, a pastor. So it's time of falling away. But thank God, it's not all everybody that will fall away. Why some are falling away? Some are getting ready. Some are trimming their lamps. This is one reason there'll be wise virgins and foolish virgins. Because all around that is some people. The parable of the, of the ten virgins, Matthew 25. Some people, they are all around out. I've been waiting, 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 expecting. But now it's like they are done. I say, oh, I don't think it's coming. Therefore, they don't have any expectation anymore. But Jesus will surely come and will come to those who are expectant of him. Hebrews 9, 28. I yield my mind thus far. God bless you. Hallelujah. Powerful stuff, Pastor John. Thank you for sharing as always. Sister Lola, I saw that you came up on stage did you have something to share before we continue with the rest of this reading we want to try to finish it um good morning i do have something to share really quick i'm at work but i'll pop back in because i wasn't able to finish the other room um i just wanted to share you know uh i love this topic um and just uh, about the youth i think that that's always I guess my focus, and not my complete focus, but I believe that's where the Lord has really called me. But um, in these times, what the Lord is really doing with the youth, I believe it was um, Pastor John and um, Sister Tituaya that talked about the Asbury revival happening. 
Um, and it's, I looked it up, it's 80 hours, 80 hours of just straight worship of God. And if you look at the videos, you'll see that the lines just to even get in, that people are just running in. And I've heard about other universities that have been popping up. Um, and that's with the youth because it's the youth who started, they just went there for chapel and they never left. Um, another thing that I wanted to point out is that uh, if you really look at what's happening in a lot of these Islamic countries, the Lord is pouring out his spirit and people are converting to Christianity like wildfire. I've heard testimonies of Muslims, like Muslim, devout Muslims who are, they said that they had an encounter. And if you go online, you will see it. And it really, it gingered me so much, like, because I love to see the power and the anointing of God. I mean, it wasn't even a missionary. They just are uh, being transformed. My friend had sent me a video that shows uh, what's happening in these Muslim countries, a documentary. If I can find it, Pastor, I'll, I'll definitely send it to you. I'll see and I'll, I'll send it to you. Um, but it's powerful. I mean, I remember I was doing one of my rooms and there was a man who came in and he accepted Christ right in our room. We started praying for him. He lives in Egypt and he says that he reads the Bible on his phone. He cannot have a Bible anywhere. He cannot, there's no church, there's nothing. But how did he come into the room? How did he find it? It's because of the spirit of the Lord that is leading people. So there's so much happening right now. And I believe you already read the scripture, but I feel like I just have to reiterate because even what I see personally in my life is a lot of young people, young people who are sold out, absolutely sold out, no compromise. I'm talking about no compromise, they're not even looking for husbands or wives just for the sake of it. They said, if this person is not sold out for God, I would rather be single. I know young people in their 20s who said, I would rather be single than to compromise my life partner with someone who does not have the fear of the Lord, right? I know young people now who are prophesying. And when I say they're prophesying based on what God is telling them and it's coming to pass, I can say it in my own life that the Lord has shared so many things with me that I share with people. And I also wanna say that the prodigals are coming back. There are people who have left the church that are coming back, who have been gone for years and years from church hurt or whatever it is, and the Lord is drawing them back. So yes, there is so much evil and I see the evil in the world, but that's because the enemy is, 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 is loud, right? He's being more blatant. But when I tell you that the Lord is raising up an army, <laughs> and an army and this army is a is an army that is not playing games when i because one thing you know when you look at history that the youth usually are so on fire when you look at the civil rights movement it was young people who left school and sit down and were the ones who young people college students high school students they were the ones it was the older people usually that were like listen let's not rock the boat you know, everything is, let's just manage. And the young people were like, absolutely not. And so when the Lord is really raising the young people now, I'm telling you now that these young people are fearless and the Lord is molding them. He's training them and they're soldiers of Christ. So I just want to encourage everybody in this room to please pray for the youth. Please cover them with your prayers because these youth are going into these places of witchcraft. There's so much demonic activity 
in young people right now. The Lord shows it to me all the time. I just had a conversation with my friend earlier today about people in witchcraft, right? The gender dysmorphia. But listen, <laughs> at the name of Jesus, every knee must bow. So I want to encourage everybody and I want to encourage you to please pray. Cover all of us with your prayers because the enemy is also coming after us. But greater is he who is in us than he who is in the world. And I just want to say that when you do see you, please don't give up on them. Please don't give up on them because the Lord is pouring out his spirit on them. And you don't know what the Lord is going to do with these people, with these young people. So I just wanted to encourage that I know that it looks crazy out there. But as somebody who is seeing it, the Lord is showing me people. And I speak to young people in their 20s, in their 30s, who are on fire, who are soldiers, and who are sold out and ready to do the work of the Lord. So I just wanted to share that. And, and, and just to say, it's, it's scary to me, but it's exciting at the same time. It's only scary if you're on the wrong side. But if you're with the Lord, it is an exciting time to see the power, the power that we, that we read about in scripture or the Lord parting the Red Sea, to see the spirit of the Lord moving in this earth. It is an exciting time. Me, I'm excited. I love it when I hear testimonies. I love it when people prophesy. I love it when somebody shares something about the move of God. I get excited. So I just wanted to share that. I'm going to go back to work. God bless. Hallelujah. Thank you, Sister Lola. Always so, you know, so passionate about the things that God's doing among the youth. And yes, we know it. I know it. Because when I was a young man, I told my kids growing up, I've always told them that the young generation, they are the ones, you know, because the devil, you know, <laughs> the devil, the Bible says that you young men, you are strong. I've written to you because you're strong. You have the power, you know, and we as young people then back then too, we saw, and you were right. You know, the young people are always the ones fired up. And the older people saying, well, you know, let's tone things down. Let's not have youthful exuberance and so forth. They said it in our day. They called it youthful exuberance and so forth. But <laughs> see what the Lord did, you know, powerful stuff. And we're seeing it again. We've come full circle. And I'm excited to hear these things. Yes, I've read, I've seen the story of Osbury. You know, we've seen it. We know what's going on there, you know. And uh, at the last count, you know, which they started at February 8th, you know, went, you know, just an ordinary chapel prayer, which became something different. It's what the Bible says. And he said, one man said at the end of the service, students were dismissed, but a few students lingered and really had a really strong sense that we should worship. And the more that we worshiped, then we began to sense God's presence. And he, he stayed there. There was a man called uh, a student in Wilmore called uh, George Dumain. And, you know, a lot of things that, that happened in that place, you know, I mean, after almost 400 hours now, they're going to live stream the thing. You know, it's, it's amazing stuff, you know, that has been going on. And God is doing these things. We are, I am excited to hear about them. You know, so anytime we do these prophetic things that are happening at the end of the age, I always want to bring out uh, great things. And let me just read a scripture to us here before I pass it on to somebody else. In the book of Zechariah chapter 1, we see, Lord, here that, you know, here's an interesting thing, you know, for us to read. You know, the angel of the Lord that stood by among the myrtle trees said, We have walked to and fro 
throughout the earth. And behold, the earth is still and all is at rest. Well, that was Jeremiah, I mean, Zechariah 1, 11. Well, all was not at rest, but that was what they saw. And this is what I always like to say. What do you see? Do you see the thorns or the roses? Do you see a glass that is half empty or half full? Do you see a land that is flowing with milk and honey or do you see the giants? You know, it depends on what you see. You know, somebody said, well, what goggles are you putting on to see? <laughs> you know, what are you, what are you seeing? It's all around us. You know, we, you know, and I choose to see, I choose to hear, you know, the great things that the Lord is and we must publish it. Let people know. And Lola said, you're right. You say, well, the voice of the devil seems to be louder. You know, that's why it seems as if God is not doing it. He's doing marvelous things. And these are part of the signs of the end. When we see these things, it's not just the judgment. In fact, some of the judgment is still reserved for the great tribulation, but we see signs leading up to it. But some of the most amazing signs that we see is, you know, all the stones, the lively stones gathering to the great headstone himself, you know, trying grace to the people and power being released to the people. And we see it happening in our time. And we bless the name of the Lord. Listen, let's try to finish this uh, reading. Uh, and I'm going to ask my wife, if, are you still there? Let's finish this reading. It's been an amazing discussion. Let's finish that reading and just wrap it up. We've got a, uh, you know where we ended? You start, um, you start at in this world of apostasy. Okay. That's it. Yeah. As I was, as we were talking, you know, I just drifted into like a, like a trance or something. And the Lord was saying that there's coming an upper room experience that is coming in Arizona for the youth. Upper room experience. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. In this world of apostasy and some departing from the real faith, I said, one might think their labors are being in vain. Not so. One evening, I said, Lord, so many Christians think because of so much uh, carelessness, lukewarmness in the churches, shall our work be in vain? And the Holy Spirit said, Yea, the work of the saints shall endure and last forever into eternity. It takes account of our witnessing efforts and so on. Plus the ones who receive salvation, praise you the Lord. So no matter how much apostasy and departing from the truth, our labors will last forever. This letter was given under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. It's a little different than some of the other letters. The Lord wants to inspire us to do all we can for him at this present time. Not only watch, but pray for souls, the nation, and the, especially our youth. Let us continue the prophecy quote. Even Satan knoweth his time is short. Would not I want, would not I want my own people? My people are holy watchers. They are wise and not like the foolish. I am their shepherd and they are my sheep. I know them by name and they follow me in my presence. For 
my testimony and sayings are the spirits of prophecy that that, that shall lead and show forth these things to be. As the lion goeth forth out of his ticket after his prey, so the Lord goeth forth in power to meet his people. And those who love my appearing, I will keep, and they shall see me as I am. As the sun measures the time of the day into night, as the clock tickets the time, as the pendulum swings to reveal its hours, so the season of the Lord is displaying itself. As thou shalt watch, ye shall see the sign of all these things. Yea, summer is now. Be full of praise. This generation is in Matthew 24:34 is near, finishing and fulfilling. Be ye also ready and expecting. Ye are the chosen generation. Amen. And the last paragraph says, here are some encouraging promises. True to the last word, trust the Lord is with you. Amen. Psalm 1, 3. And ye shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth its fruit in its season. Its leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever it doeth shall prosper. Psalm 91, 1 to 2 and 16. He that dwelleth in the sacred place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God, in Him will I trust. With long life will I satisfy Him and show Him my salvation. Amen. And that is the end of the reading. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Praise, Praise the, the Lord. Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, let's turn Lord. let's turn the rest of the room into a prayer session yeah. for the next 15 Alleluia. minutes or so let's pray Alleluia. you know the things that god has said in fact god said you know how many of you saw this house in his former glory well i'll raise my hand you know well what do you see it as of now that's among the older people you know of course the youth are having their own revival well the lord said i'm going to bring something <laughs> that will make what i did done before to look like nothing else that you've ever seen. And in this place will I give peace, saith the Lord. So let's turn this into a prayer call right now. In fact, this writing says, just like Lola said, he said, let us pray for souls, for the nation, and especially for our youth. So let's begin to pray. If you are on stage, I want you to begin to pray in the spirit. Begin to pray that everything that the Lord has said, that he's going to pour out. Lord, we want it. The spirit and the bride is saying, come. Come, Holy Spirit. Come like you promised. Come, O Lord, in the wind of, of, of heaven. Come, O Lord, with the powers of heaven. In the name of Lord Jesus. Come among us, O God. In the name of Jesus. Send the endowment of power. Like you are among the youth. In the 
Thank you for joining us. Thank you for praying with us. Let me just give us a word of encouragement before we close the room today. And it shall come to pass. Ezekiel chapter 47, verses 8 and 9. He said, these waters issued out toward the east country, and they go down into the desert and into the sea, which being brought forth into the sea, the waters shall be healed. 
and it shall come to pass that every living thing, you know, this is the power of God flowing again, which moveth, whithersoever the river shall come, shall lead, and there shall be a great, very great multitude of fish, because these waters shall come thither, and they shall be healed, and everything shall live whither the river shall come. God has promised a flowing and anointing out of the river, out of the belly of him that believeth on me, John 7 and 37. Rivers of living water shall flow, and it shall come to pass that wherever this river shall come, it shall come in touch with multitudes of fish that will come into their kingdom. This is a promise, and we must reap this harvest in the name of Jesus. Now, let me give a personal, a personal, uh, you know, experience or revelation that the Lord. So we old people will not be left out. To <laughs> let me tell the young people, we will not be left out. Hallelujah! <laughs> Praise God. Whether because young people will see visions, they prophesy. Old people will be visited also, maybe in dreams or whatever. But they will be visited, and we will not be left out. The Lord showed me this in the spirit years ago. I saw a relay race of, and the the baton was like a torch like the olympic torch and you know in that particular race nobody knew you know when they run they just close you know clustered around and the coach will tell who would run and when they come then run your turn and you give the baton to somebody else and the coach will call out the next person and it turned out that in some cases the coach gave the baton to somebody that already ran and he said they could run again I said, wow. And then some of the people standing by were grumbling. I said, but he already ran. <laughs> you know, and the, and, the, and the coach just folded his arms and looked and said, who's coaching this team? You know, you or I, <laughs> you know. And the Lord said to John, thou must prophesy again before nations and kingdoms and tongues and so forth like that. So both young and old, none of us will be denied. And the Lord has a way that he does things as past finding out. So we thank God for his promise. We're excited. There's revival even among the old folks, folks, <laughs> like me. I'm not in my 20s anymore. I'm not in my 30s. I'm not in my 40s. But I'm being revived. I'm being fired up. Hallelujah. <laughs> and it's happening again. So we love the Lord. Lord, we love you. And we thank you. We give you glory. We give you praise. Thank you, Lord, for everyone that's in the room. I thank you for Revita. I thank you for Catherine. I thank you for Grace. I thank you for Grace O, Grace A. I thank you for Emilia. I thank you, Lord, for Lola. I thank you for Sister Bosse. I thank you for Sister I thank you for Sister Mary. I thank you for Pastor John. I thank you for Sister Titi Lyo. I thank you for my wife, Ebo. And thanks be to God for myself and all the people that came in and out of this room and those that will listen later. Amen. May the power and impact of this Go with us for days to Amen. follow. Praise the Lord in confidence. Amen. May the Lord open the windows of heaven and begin a new thing in our hearts and in our minds. In the name of Jesus. Lord, show us what we've never seen before. Take us to places where we cannot get to on our own. Hallelujah. Open the windows of heaven. Say, call unto me and I will show you great and mighty things. Jeremiah 33 that you have never seen. Show us, O oh God, thy power. 
The psalmist said that even as I've seen in the sanctuary, show me again. Hallelujah. Amen. Father, we thank you, Lord. Let us see it again, even in our time. Move again, O oh Lord. Thank you for what you are doing among the youth. Thank you for revival in Kentucky. It's going to spread like wildfire. Thank you because others will catch the flame. Hallelujah. And we will not be denied. Glory to God. So Amen. we will all come in and the fire of God will <laughs> just, he said, anyone that's outside this dynamic haze of power, uh, liable to miss this translation that we've been talking about. This haze of power may come upon us in the name Amen. of Jesus. May Hallelujah. we be wrapped up in the glories of God. Fill our Amen. fire by day, glory of the, in the cloud by night. Let it be a shining flame of fire all around us at all times. Glory Amen. to God. Let, this, let the tongues of fire appear again. Split Amen. upon hungry souls, even like Hallelujah. it was before. In the name of Jesus. Come down, O oh Lord, Holy Ghost fire Hallelujah. again. Hallelujah. Split that fire, Lord. My wife said, uh, upper room. I know what happened in some upper room when we were in Nigeria in those days. Glory to God. Bring it back again in the name of Jesus. Thank you because it's happening. And we will not be denied. And we will not stop. May the Lord encourage us to keep pressing it more and more. The more, the more we come, the more we can get. Bring your vessels, not a few, in the name of Jesus. Come to the ocean. Hallelujah. You've only taken a bucket, said the Lord. Come now with even a barrel. Come with a tanker. Come with more. There's plenty more where that came from. Glory Amen. to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We give you, Lord, the praise. And we give you the glory. We're excited that you joined us today. Join us by the grace of God weekly. This room is a weekly room. We are here on Tuesdays. The time of the, uh, the day is about 9.15 a.m. Eastern time in the U.S. So compute that for your time. Join us when you can, and God bless you. Join us in our other uh, rooms that we have from time to time. Um, we have, uh, my wife has the morning prayer, 15-minute declaration room every morning at 6.30 a.m. Eastern time, 4.30 Arizona. Join, it's a 15-minute prayer declaration room. She's got a powerful group of prayer warriors that join her from time to time. Praise the Lord. Sister Veronica is one of them as well. And uh, powerful prayers that they pray over the families every single morning. And then we go into our morning room where we are sharing the bread of life. Powerful stuff that the Lord's been doing. Pastor John also has his weekly, on Mondays, Bible study, end time Bible study room. Powerful teachings in those rooms. Look for him on Mondays, at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. At 7 p.m. Eastern Time. For us in Arizona, that's 5 p.m. Uh, so, you know, many rooms where we share with one another and let's continue to encourage one another. The Bible says that, you know, the saint, one saint spoke to another concerning the name of the Lord. And the Lord is hearing it, writing it down in a book of remembrance. May God write good things. <laughs> May he hear good things from our mouths, one towards another. Never any word of bitterness. Let no root of bitterness springing up in us trouble us. Never any word of bitterness. Never anything like that. You know, let's have fervent love. Say fervent charity. Because love is going to rapture the bride. God bless everybody. In the name of Jesus. Have a great day. We will be closing the room down now. Because we got to go on to the rest of the day for work and all that stuff. So God bless you all. Have a great day. 
come back and join us again in our morning rooms starting tomorrow. Blessings of the day to you all. The room will now close in five, four, three, two, one, and closing. Praise the Lord. Have a great day, everyone. God bless you all. Thank you, Jesus. Bye, everyone. Love you all. Bye-bye. Love you all, too. <laughs> Bye for now. Okay.